Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Today's the first day of the rest of our lives as Absolutely. we search for Hello. new... One, two, three, four. Testing one, two, three, four. Now you've turned my microphone it on. It was already on. I you couldn't just, hear myself. You just can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be frank about it. Come on. I can hear. I just don't listen. You be, is that what well, you were going yeah, to say? That, that is... Uh, oh my gosh. All right, I thought well, I'd concludes. save you the insult. I would get in there on my own first. That concludes our broadcast <laughs> For the day, Joe's already admitted the main issue associated with all of this. Wouldn't it be something if people listened? Huh? Yeah, we, we wouldn't have a show. <laughs> right. What we need people to do is to not listen, make sure they stay entrenched on their side, and if they hear anything that challenges their views, that they dismiss it and uh, promote. Well, you know, maybe we're doing this wrong. You know, the program oh. in the past has been people call in and tell us their opinions. Maybe we should start telling people what to think. What do you say? (laughs) I mean, they can't arrive at their own conclusions. They need our guidance here in the media. We need to bring in people who will tell them what to think. All right. Well, let's start right now. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, we'd like you to think that the entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory is available online. The reason we want you to think that is because... Because why? It is. It is, right. (laughs) Select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home, and I will have more to say about that. uh, Are you actually going to pull the trigger and buy? Uh, Metaphorically, <laughs> um, knowing you pack off, and I don't want to use pull um, the trigger maybe. that way. Well, I told you, uh, uh, what's his name? Jeff said, "Look, you know, you have so many accessories on this Ranger. You're into what is a pretty decently equipped F-150 too. If you wanted a larger truck, and the the uh, v- V6 EcoBoost uh, F-150 that you know that does the stopping of the engine at intersections and stuff, it almost gets 30 miles to the gallon on the highway. All right, <laughs> you're, well. you get, Kind of get the same mileage with more capacity. It'll hold the kayaks better. So you well, be Little did he realize he was giving you one more reason to procrastinate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, back to the drawing board. That's right. <laughs> now I got back and start all over again on the F-150. Yeah, I think I do. We actually got a complaint letter yesterday saying Mark keeps talking about ordering this Ranger. I feel bad for Sunbury Motors that they ordered it and he won't take it. Well, I agree with them. It's, per- <laughs> it's what do they call it uh, in, in sales business when you exaggerate? Hyperbole? Hyperbole. Uh, no, there's a different word. Um, Puffism? Puff- yes, that's it. Puffery. That's it. Puffery. Puffery. Thank you. You're welcome. It's puffery. I have not actually ordered one that they purchased. I did. Um, I have built them online, so I know what I'm talking about when I do elaborate, but they don't actually have one down there for me yet. But they do have about six of them there for me if okay. when I'm ready to go, when I get the green light. So, all right. So and that's where will this green light Sunbury come from? Motor Company. <laughs> oh, my, the green light comes from the Ride. The vehicle's at the Sunbury Motor Company. Okay. Uh, our toll-free line is open. You know, maybe they're talking to the oh, wrong geez. member of your family. Maybe they should get <laughs> your wife in there. <laughs> the Sunbury Motor, yes, yeah, we'll get her on the radio. The Sunbury Motor Company is a truly fine automobile dealership. That's how she would describe it. 
I agree. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. It's our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. we got open phones. Uh, we do have the Republican convention last night. As I said a few moments ago, Mike Pence was the speaker. I, I didn't hear any complaints about his speech or anything. Well, and you of course, weren't listening to the right media this morning. There were uh, plenty of them who had... Well, I mean, I guess there's a, there's the other political view, but, uh, you know, I think people complained about... Uh, um, they said not one word in sympathy for the black men killed by white police officers. Right, I, I know, but he did. He did spread we some. Because talking lies about law about, and order. Right, did lies. He spread lies about you're Joe Biden. Well, maybe not Pence. Well, maybe he did. I don't. I, I didn't catch every minute of Pence's remarks. So I don't want to say for sure. But if they're saying that you know Joe Biden wants to defund police or he's uh, for the rioters, things like that. Yeah, I think they said Joe you won't be safe in Joe Biden's America. Oh, I do remember that line. Yes, I did hear that. One. Well, yeah, see, that's puffery, I guess. Uh, but, uh, okay. On Probably the closer to the truth than we'd like. You can email us, if you wish, at onthemarketwkok.com, and uh, you can text us at 70236. Well, ask and you shall receive. Lance is on the line. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Okay. Well, you know, it's been, you know, noised abroad about the NBA now. Boy, they're coming right in with... Uh, they, not uh, taking the f- not taking the court last night in protest of the yeah, shooting boycott, in Kenosha. WNBA, yeah, right, MLB. Right. Uh, don't you find it curious they don't have any trouble doing business in China? And th- you can put anything on an NBA T-shirt you want, like uh, kill the cops, for instance, and they are there. But if you would ever try um, free Hong Kong or free Tibet, you'd be in uh, deep doo-doo. They won't let you do that. So here they are in probably the absolute worst, worst totalitarian government on our planet, doing business with no trouble, and then being here in what is actually, I think, about the third freest country it's judged us. Uh, and. They're just going nuts. Well, put the political activism aside for a second, or the the, uh, international activism aside for a second. You know, these sports teams depend upon fans supporting the uh, supporting the team uh, buying the products they offer for sale watching the game watching the games you know so, so who are they hurting when they walk off the court or refuse to play a game because they're they're involved in a social protest i mean they're hurting their fans they're hurting the people that tuned in and wanted to watch the game wanted to support them but i think they're wisely recognizing that there are bigger issues at play here than just money joe everything doesn't revolve around money it's an opportunity to really talk about racial justice in the us they did they talk about? Did they come out and sit down and offer to have a discussion with their fans who were there? No, they just didn't uh, that, come out. Oh yeah, but you heard their, you read their whole statement, and you read the whole thing. I read now they're they're talking about solutions there. Did you do you not like those solutions? Do you think they're unacceptable, or do I you think, think they're, they're wrong I don't to protest? Think, I don't think no. I think they're absolutely right within their protest, but. Suppose you decided to protest something here by just not working, not doing your job. Right, and if I How long do you think you would get away with that? (laughs) Huh? Just out of curiosity. Well, see, here's the deal. We're all paid to work. Joe, if there were racial injustices and discrimination that was ongoing and that we had reached the tipping point where we just are fed up and we have to take action, uh, I would do what they would do. I would step out of the job. I would say, look, we we have to talk about this. Would you get a gun and shoot something? 
somebody? Like that teenager did? Yeah. Uh, no, would, I would, is that acceptable? I wouldn't do that. No, I, I think, Joe, you know, you have a rare opportunity here to really promote and to talk about and to do some listening about solutions. I know you think the, not the goal not here is job. to quash no, no, the no, NBA no. players and to make sure that they stay no. silent and just play their games so that you that's can watch what, the that's games. That's what you but really I, I would watch their games if they weren't this protesting. This is an opportunity for you to listen and to work on solutions. I don't, I don't watch basketball. I can't stand the squeaking shoes in the court. So what about the solutions? If they want to bring them out, if they want to have a call a press conference and they want to come out and say what they want to do as a team to support racial justice, I've got no problem with that. I don't even have a problem if they don't want to come out and play the game, if that's what they feel they have to do. But I think it's disrespectful to their fans, the people that, that want to support them, that maybe don't share their political views. Don't care what their political views are. Okay. They they tuned in to watch them play the game. Right. We got to keep the black man down. Oh come on, brother. Lance, That's go right. ahead. Oh, oh I see what I go through every day, Lance. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> finding fault with what they're doing here. What I am is here they are then over across the ocean there doing business in a place that's oh, like 25 the times worse, <laughs> and they don't have any trouble. Yeah, we ignored it. your that's point, Lance. Well, you, it's, <laughs> it's you. not a bad point. It's not a bad point. Right. Well, I, so, but Mark familiar. isn't going to come down on them the way he comes down on well, me. Well, I'm not familiar with the, with the Chinese protests that you're talking about, but, you know, if they what? are... Uh, you're not familiar with the Chinese protests, the Chinese trying to take back Formosa, the Chinese... All the things they're doing, and the NBA is and in the NBA, support of that. The NBA is in their pocket. I mean, they've how many billions of dollars does the NBA make over there, Lance? Well, I'm not. I'm not really sure, but it's uh, quite a bit. You I, know, I, I'm not sure. Lance, I, I think if the NBA wanted to attack, if they wanted to become the uh, the uh, social uh, fixing NBA, and that's what they worked on, I, I'm sure they'd work on China. If you wanted to talk about child abuse, if you wanted to talk about poverty, I, I'm, I'm sure there's bigger issues, bigger fish for them to fry if they so chose. But racial injustice and discrimination is, is top of the mind right now, and that's what they were standing up for last night. But you're right, they, they totally ignored. How or, did that uh, advance the cause, is, just out of curiosity? Well, look what we're doing right now. We're having a constructive dialogue that relates to race in the U.S. So do you think but maybe But did they advance the cause of racial justice and, and freedom last night by not playing the game? Well, that depends on whether you choose to listen or not, I suppose. Uh, Lance, we'll give you the last word since we have used about 90% of, of your, your time. time. But you, you started a conversation here this morning, Lance. <laughs> yeah, okay. I actually did. Wow. But, uh, no, really, there are... Uh, People in uh, China that are racial, you know, like the uh, Muslim Unger, I know I just can't remember pronounce it, but it's a, a, a sect of the Muslim religion that they keep taking off the street and imprisoning. And that's, oh, that's no problem at all, you know. And then Hong Kong is trying to have uh, democratic reforms, republic reforms. So and the NBA should be working, or the uh, players should be working on this too, and they don't—they do have a peripheral connection to this, correct? Through business or endorsement or something. Well, you're saying? like last night. Let's be fair. Last night, the NBA didn't tell them to stay in the locker room and not come out. That was a team decision. The NBA is the one that has the close ties, but the players benefit from those close ties to China. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, should we absolutely. continue? All right. Well, then, yeah. As they become more woke, then maybe they'll uh, look at that, too. I mean, look, as we change, as we become more uh, respectful of team names and so on, it oh, starts yes. slow, and then it moves 
to other areas and to other teams. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Really appreciate you the call. change the name, though. The yeah. Golden State Warriors. That's not good. I mean, that's, that's too aggressive. Uh, is it? Let's call them the Golden State Peacemakers. Are there any chickens anywhere? I love chicken. <laughs> I'm a chicken fan. No, we don't have any chickens. Mike, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Yeah, uh, you said we're we're engaged in a, a positive conversation. <laughs> it was a, more of a goal than Naomi, an outcome. <laughs> Naomi Osaka, she's one of the top women's tennis players in the world. Uh, she's half Japanese and half uh, black. And she said that she's not playing the game that she was scheduled to play because of the police genocide against blacks. Now, what part of construction, constructive conversation is calling this a police genocide. Well, I, I don't get it. Could you help me with that, Mark? Because you seem to be the one that's uh, pushing this is uh, a real problem. Well, I think what she's doing is speaking her opinion. She feels as though uh, the disproportionate uh, law enforcement that's brought to bear on blacks in the U.S. is a form of genocide because more blacks die. It's not as simple as the sentence that she says. I mean, more blacks die for a wide range of reasons, one of which is that more blacks are committing crimes proportionally. So, you know, I think that's that <coughs> is if you want to broaden the argument. But that genocide is what she called it. That's her word. What's your word for what happens in uh, with racial injustice in the U.S.? Well, what, what do you I'm call gonna, it? I'm going to address what you said first. First of all, there's four. Uh, I'm, I'm quoting from the Washington Post now. Okay, and this is a June 22nd. As of June 22nd, 14 unarmed black victims and 25 unarmed white victims so far. Okay, now that to me doesn't show. <clears throat> what I would call a real disproportionate measure against blacks versus whites. And you have to take into consideration why police go out on calls and why they respond. And they happen to respond to crimes or reports of crimes or people uncomfortable with their situation. So they go to where the action is. So they happen to be going, like you said, uh, more in the black neighborhoods. But here's the real kicker. We're talking about this war on blacks by the police. Since 2015, the number of black shootings by police officers has gone down by 63%. And this is according to the Washington Post. So we're on a downward trend, yet we're rioting in the streets and we're doing all this other stuff and we're having prominent people uh, tar and feathering police calling them carrying out a genocide against blacks. It's just not true. Well, I don't think we're her, we're her um, what should I say, insightful remarks, meaning to incite other people. Were they widely carried? I mean, I don't pay attention to sports, so I didn't hear them, but they could have been the most talked about things in history yesterday. I don't know. I'm just saying that I think the news media filters out what, what can maybe help with solutions and, and that which won't. I think, you know, they certainly are capable. If you're reading information in the Washington Post, you certainly are familiar with the fact that some of it is designed to inflame or to you know make the president look bad things like that but you're doing what i think we should be doing is participating in a discussion that doesn't just relate to any statistics that i can rattle off or she can rattle off that or the washington post has about blacks but to talk about what are the real issues how, how entrenched is poverty in what way is there uh, what's the word when something works against you all the time a disincentive uh, in the black community to do better you know we, talk, we keep talking about you know, pretty soon Joe will say, well, what about Dr. Carson? You know, he did no, really well, super Joe well. No, what Joe was going to say is, 
what about personal responsibility? Not everybody who go. has adversity. Not everybody who grows Thank up you. in adverse circumstances turns out to be a criminal. So a lot of people actually uh, overcome their their humble beginnings. Right. So those are excellent points that really need to be brought up. And Dr. Carson, it, through through the through line through all of his books, is the mentorship he received. Do we provide that kind of mentorship to everybody in the U.S. of any? Uh, you know, of any age. Are there any children at all were failing, black or white or otherwise? How many people mentored you on your way up, just out of curiosity? Oh my gosh, I had a lot of... Well, first of all, my father had a t- just a cr- incredible work ethic okay. of taking good care of the so family. So you learn by example. Mm-hmm. And that so people who don't have that example, that's it's our fault that they don't have it. And they should certainly be given a free pass if they commit crimes or grow up to be less than productive members of society because they didn't have the advantage you did. All right. Well, that's true. All right. Mike, I guess racial injustice doesn't exist. You'll put me in my place. I think we're putting police in a very difficult spot. And And the reality is police do not want to get themselves in trouble. They don't want to lose their careers, their families, and go to jail. So... I mean, I'm convinced that police are only doing what they have to right now. They're not out looking for crimes. They're not out, not all police, but it's human behavior. And that's one of the reasons why we're seeing crime go up, because the police are just not as engaged as they normally are because of the risk with them doing their job. But it's hurting the people that are most vulnerable, the people in the high crime areas. I agree with a lot of what you said, Mike, but this officer emptying seven bullets into this man's back you know, I don't think that there's a justifiable reason for that. That's my personal opinion. You know, you don't have to empty your gun into somebody's back to stop them. Now, they said the man had a knife in the car. He may have been reaching for it. But seven times, and I will admit they did try a taser on him first, and that didn't work. You know, so I think well, the officer let's, maybe let's one go, shot. Let's go back and see how police are trained. How, how are they trained to use lethal force? We don't know. That's what we have to find out. I'm, I'm really tired of people saying he was shot seven times, seven times. We don't know the training of that police officer when he's uh, facing a situation like that. Maybe it is to use your bullets to make sure that the, the person that you think is going to be committing another crime is uh, neutralized. So I, I don't know. You know, to me, to keep saying seven times, seven times, seven times over and over again, yeah, it, it's nice rhetoric, but it, it, it doesn't help the situation. Uh, like I said earlier, the number of black unarmed shooting victims has decreased 63 percent since 2015 that is the data we're making progress but i think we're taking the thing backwards now well the guy's back was turned the the officer was looking at the guy's back you know I, i don't feel that too many people pose a threat to you directly if you're facing their back now if he saw the guy reaching for the knife he was certainly justified in firing and i wouldn't blame him i don't think he had to fire seven times though to stop the guy or neutral him. All right. Thank you well, so much, Mike. No, we got it. We got it. We got to go okay, on. Hey, yep. Thanks, Thanks guys. Mike. Take Thanks. care. Bye. Yeah, great call. Thank you. All right. We got one coming in and one waiting. We're going to take a quickie break. Uh, we'll accept emails sent to on the mark at WKOK.com, texts uh, sent to 70236, and dial ups at 1 800 795 9565. As I mentioned earlier, we want you to visit the SunburyMotors.com site. So the Fords, Lincolns, Kia, and Hyundai, uh, and all of their existing inventory of all of these vehicles 
or the ones that you can build on the site, or the pre-owned inventory and all the information that you can get there, including uh, dozens of photographs of all of the pre-owned vehicles, so you get a 100% clear idea what you're buying, and the Carfax is there, so you get everything you need to know about the vehicles at the Sunbury Motor Company. If you're not interested in a brand new vehicle, you just want to be safe and sound and drop off a vehicle, have some good workers work on it, then send it back. Well, it sounds like you're talking quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. It's an opportunity for you to save a lot of money, get pumped up with nitrogen, and make sure that your vehicle is aligned. Uh, they have a body shop there to work on the painting of the vehicle or a dent or something like that. If you got the need that taken care of, they take good care of the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, uh, Joe says shooting a man in the back seven times is too many. The question is how many is enough? What is the right number to stop the threat? I don't know. That's a question I think you'd have to ask um, the people who were on the scene. But I would think (laughs) if it were me and I shot somebody in the the back, I would want to assess before I fired again whether or not he still represented a threat. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you? Uh, Police are taught, I'm told, to stop the threat. So if seven is what it takes, if 20 is what it takes, if one is all it took. But if you don't, you don't know if if you don't know if seven are needed unless you pause between each one to assess whether the person still constitutes a threat. I'm not defending the police. I'm simply saying that we got one perspective on this thing from one camera that was taken. Actually, there was a second. There was a second. Well, that's fine. Okay, so let's suppose we had 360 degree view. All we're seeing is what appears to be unfolding in front of us. We don't hear all the words. We don't hear everything that preceded it. We don't know what's going on well, in the he was resisting. Mind. He was resisting okay. arrest. So, but is that a death sentence? You know, that's the argument the well, people on the all, left should dead. be making. No, I know, but he's but, paralyzed for the rest of his life. Does he deserve that for the crime of resisting arrest? I think if you uh, confront police in a manner and decline to uh, heed order, in many cases it'll be found that uh, police use of appropriate force is justified, as I think the investigation will show in this case. Well, I'm proud of you. You actually are espousing a conservative viewpoint. No, no, no. It's not conservative. (laughs) It's 100% objective. It's right in the middle. It's it's whatever is uh, justified to protect public safety. You can't have a rogue individual who's already fighting with police, you know, putting their lives in danger, hop into his vehicle and drive away. Maybe next he has guns in the vehicle, or he's going to use the vehicle itself to do things. Here's the kicker, though. It was one officer who fired, only one. 
There were other officers involved there. They didn't perceive a threat the way this officer did. And so he fired seven times. He had immediate support right behind him. Mm-hmm. I would think firing once and then, you know, piling onto the guy and getting the other cop in on the other side of the car might have sufficed. Mm-hmm. But well, I, we'll I, never know. Yeah, I think you could relive it in your brain all day long. Uh, Stan, sorry to make you wait. <laughs> People are listening while I try to set Joe stay straight all morning here. People are waiting. Well, well we're Monday morning quarterbacking this again, as usual. Uh, we'll never know because they have no body cams out there in Wisconsin for that shooting. Uh, now, the guy, the, the statement, I've seen a statement that was put out by the sheriff's department out there that the perpetrator, suspect, was reaching for a knife in the vehicle. And there was a knife found on the floor of the vehicle. So the guy that had, the, the cop that had a hold of the guy by the shirt, he probably saw him reaching for that knife. So he didn't want to get knifed that day. Now, I guess you're right. He could have backed off, had the other cops around him, but there was kids in the car too. So I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, and neither do we. The cops made the decision he made, and somebody's going to have to pay, pay whatever, you know, whatever the punishment is for that. Whether they, you know, charge the cop with something, I personally probably wouldn't because we weren't there and we can't see what was going on. Now that being said. Why did not the suspect, who was had a warrant for sexual assault, and they were talking to him, why did not he did not comply? There was four officers around him. They told him to stop, 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 and he didn't. You know, he bears the majority of the responsibility, in my opinion. Well, I think the, you know... I agree with you completely on that. Police use of force is always evaluated and investigated, and that's going to happen. Um, people watch that video, and they say, oh, I can tell what happened, just like the George Floyd. You know, oh, I know what yeah. should have happened but there. One but thing, one thing is clear. It absolutely isn't genocide. For that woman to call right. it genocide is absolutely absurd. But, but, but again, the Monday, Monday morning quarterbacks are out. But that being said, now these riots that are going out on in Kenosha, they're just insane. You know, they should have been stopped immediately. Now call back so, after the break and finish your thoughts, Stan. We'll give you another okay. couple minutes, then, but right. we got to take a break for the news right now. Yeah, thanks, Stan. we got two minutes of Stan in, so he gets way over two minutes more <laughs> to balance out the show. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK, enjoying a vibrant discussion about the Republican National Convention and uh, race and uh, policing. Back on the topics of the year, this is WKOK Sunday. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Across from me, Mr. Joe McGranahan, Mayor of Shemokin Dam and the controller of the Shemokin Dam Police Department. So when he talks about policing, he knows of what he speaks. So I don't know how they're trained in all details. Okay, so, but budgetary and uh, situational, and uh, he's certainly familiar with the logistics of the police department, but not, uh, he doesn't know anything about the use of force training, so we appreciate him coming in. Well, I'm pretty sure they're not trained to shoot people in the back oh, seven come times. Oh, come on, what? <laughs> Just pretty sure about that. Uh, I would, mm, 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 mm. All right. Joe, 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 Joe. Mark, Mark, Mark. 
On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. Delays expected today on the south side of the Veterans Memorial Bridge between Sunbury and Shemokin Dam. Police tell us the bridge inspection takes place between 9 a.m., which is now, and 3 p.m., weather permitting, and the weather is perfect. It's going to be the Sunbury to Shemokin Dam direction. There'll be some delays while the inspector uh, double-jointed bucket truck will be underneath there with the inspector Clouseau with his magnifying glass underneath the Veterans Memorial Bridge, but a slight delay for motors. There's already volume problems on southbound 11 trying to get to the Ted's landing lights, so do be aware that uh, there are some slowdowns north and south on routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. One new Northumberland County death has been confirmed along with nine new cases across the valley in their daily update Wednesday. State Department of Health confirmed the 31st Northumberland County death. Uh, 20-some of those, uh, 24 uh, by one count, are individuals who were residents at Milton Nursing and Rehabilitation. Uh, the rest are county, spread among uh, county residents throughout uh, the county. Three new cases in Northumberland County of individuals who tested positive for COVID-19, bringing the Northumberland County total to 641. Union County's total is three. 359, about 100 of which are, uh, uh, 100 of which are in the community. I'm sorry, uh, about 225 of which are in the community, and about 100 of which are in just the past few weeks. Uh, that has subsided someplace somewhat, with no new cases confirmed in Union County yesterday. You can read the numbers at wkok.com. The Pennsylvania spring primary election went fairly well in Snyder County, but they did uncover some potential fraud? It was very obvious to three different people individually on their own accord that it appeared that there were multiple ballots that were mailed in to the county with write-in votes that appeared to be in the same person's handwriting. Now this is a great concern that I have with mail-in ballots. That is Snyder County Commissioner Joe Kantz talking about the election. You can hear all of his remarks at WKOK.com. He says the upcoming election will be efficient, effective, and fraud-free, whether you vote by mail or in person. A Danville man is facing felony charges after leading police on a high-speed chase recently. Officers say at the time they thought he might be involved in the report of a missing teenager, Daryl Purnell, age 20. He is charged with a felony count of fleeing and eluding police. They say they got the report about a 14-year-old and Purnell's possible involvement. They spotted Purnell's car, gave pursuit, but he went too fast. They broke off the pursuit. The teen showed up Monday. Purnell was located Tuesday and uh, charged subsequently. U.S. Justice Department says that they're considering an investigation into Pennsylvania, Michigan, New Jersey, and New York's nursing homes where there were high numbers of deaths at the facilities, specifically about the Pennsylvania law and rule that related to the rules and laws that related to nursing homes and sending individuals with COVID-19 back to their homes. Department of Justice says the data they're requesting from the states will inform whether they will initiate a full investigation under the Civil Rights for Institutionalized Persons uh, Act. 
And finally, don't expect to see any NBA. <laughs> Joe's not going to have any games <laughs> to watch tonight. Uh, the NBA games most likely will be canceled. The three games that are scheduled will probably be postponed after yesterday's landmark day that started with a moment Milwaukee Bucks refusing to take to the floor as a protest against police brutality. All of last night's games were eventually scrapped, and NBA players met to discuss their next move. Major League Baseball so postponed last night's games uh, involving a matchup with the Cincinnati Reds. MLB issued a statement saying, given the pain of the communities of Wisconsin and beyond following the shooting of Jacob Blake, we respect the decisions of a number of players not to play. The WNBA also canceled their games last evening. So that is the news, along with a... Uh, and we're canceling this hour of On the Mark and protest over traffic on the Veterans Memorial Bridge today. Okay. <laughs> Joe, 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 and Joe. And what impact will that have on the problem? None oh. at all. <laughs> mm, did I push Stan? Can you hear me? Stan? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, I, must, I, I accidentally <laughs> pushed the button. What do you know? Isn't that funny? Well, I'm glad it went to you and uh, not somebody who's not quite ready yet or is being screened. Anyway, Stan, go ahead. You're back on the radio. Well, I, I originally called because of what was going on. And I guess it was Tuesday night when that 17-year-old kid shot three people, two died. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of the video of it and what was going on. I'm not sure what started it all because you couldn't tell from some of the video. You could see him, the kid running, and they were throwing Molotov cocktails at him, and luckily it didn't hit him and explode. But then he shot one guy in the head. I'm not sure if that guy had lived or died. And then he, he was trying to get away from him. He was running down the street, and they came up and knocked him down, or he tripped. I don't know which. One guy jumped to kick him in the face, and the other guy was swinging a skateboard and hit him in the head with it. So he, when he came up, he came up shooting. Got the one guy in the arm, and I think the guy with the head got died and the, uh, the guy with the skateboard I think he died and the other guy got shot in the army he had an illegal pistol because he was a felon so you know it's a whole mess out there and the problem mm -hmm. is the people that are supposed to be protecting the neighborhoods aren't now I don't know why they aren't whether it's their their bosses are telling them not to I know there was the National Guards rolled in but my experience with the National Guard is generally when they roll in they roll in without ammo a lot of times, well, they might have their guns with them, but they probably don't have any ammo. So what are they to do? You know, we, we a whole host of problems there. Well, where did the kid get the gun? What's well, a 17-year-old kid that, doing? That I don't know. He was 17 years old. He had an AR. My understanding, he was from Illinois. So that there raises a red flag because in Illinois, they're pretty tough on, on ARs. Okay, you know, Chicago mm -hmm. and all that, and Illinois gun laws and all that. I'm not sure exactly what is legal and not legal out there, but I'm thinking what he had wasn't legal. But he traveled across. You know, their big issue is he traveled across state lines, you know, with a firearm. Now he, the story first came out was he was there to help protect businesses and people's property. I don't know if he was or not. I can't read his mind. I wasn't there. All I know is the end results. Somebody attacked him for whatever reason. He came up firing. And there's two dead people. And one with a hole in his arm. So I, you right. know, I that part of, of it I don't blame because he was definitely under assault. And if the guy had cracked him with that edge of that skateboard the way he wanted to, the kid could have died. So it, you know, but they to charge him with first degree murder—that's which is what they charged him with. My opinion, that's pretty dang excessive, and I don't think they got the evidence for it. Well, do you, don't you think that having the gun may have escalated the situation? That some of the people felt threatened I, by him. Like I said. 
I wasn't there, so I don't know what started. The reports that I seen was that somebody they were trying to grab the gun from him, and he was running away, trying to get away from those people. All right, and they kept following. Him. They threw a co- Molotov cocktail at him. You could see the fire. It didn't. The bottle didn't break <laughs> when it hit the ground. Okay. And he kept running. And at one point there, he turned around and shot somebody, and that's when the guy got caught one in the head. And then he continued down the street trying to get away from him, and they followed him, chasing him down. Jeez. And he tripped and fell, and then they kicked at him. You will get the videos. There, there it's out. The one guy actually, you know, kicked at his head. And the other guy came up swinging a skateboard and hit him in the head. Didn't hit him with the edge. I think he hit him with the flat part of it. Okay. And he rolled over. He still had the gun in hand and came up shooting. Okay. Well, to be continued, that'll have to be fully investigated along yeah. with everybody involved. Right. And the same with the police shooting and everything. Yeah, but, I mean, right, yeah. bottom line is, why did the kid have the gun in the first place? I mean, nobody invited well, him there to protect anybody's right. property. No. Okay, that's that's irrelevant. I, you know, that, uh, right now that's irrevel- irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> he was there. Yeah, irrelevant. Yeah, that's the word. He was there. Okay, because he yeah. thought that he needed to be there for whatever reason. I don't know what is mine. I don't read minds, and nobody else does. So all we can do is what he's going to eventually tell people why he was there. Okay. All right. He, all right. Whether he knew people that were lived in Kenosha, I don't know how far across the border he lived in Illinois. You know, whether he knew people there and he just went there to help them protect their property because of the insanity going on of them looting. Did you see the video of the car dealership they torched? Yes. We have to go to the next caller, but thank you so much right. for calling but, back. I mean, that, yep. it, is, it is the cop's job to protect property, and if the mayor of Kenosha ordered the police to stand down, then it's on him. On, yeah, exactly, and then it's up to the, the individual property owners to take care of things in their own hands. And that's right. when things get really ugly. All right. Thank you so much, you're Stan. Right. When yep, we yep, ignore no the rule of law, there. we do so at our own risk. Buzz, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Oh, my God. Let me catch my breath. <laughs> it's a big day. Lots going on here. Oh, boy. Well, I'm not going to comment on that because it's just too obviously wrong to talk about something I know nothing about. I wanted to talk about yard signs for a couple minutes. On my way to do something, I'm on Bluetooth. Um, you know, you guys often talk, and all those friends talk about uh, the hostility about people, you know, with others in their party, and all the unhappiness, and that just the violence, even in some cases, that the hostility of people against each other for these yard signs. And my first comment would be: Did we used to have that? I mean, or is that something maybe uh, Donald Dump brought? To the surf, he made it okay for people to, you know, with his name calling and his uh, tweeting and all of this insulting, bullying stuff. That, that brought that more to a surface. But what I wanted to say about yard signs and, and what it does to me when I drive, I just, you know, there's signs in people's yards and flags, and, you know, supporting a man who lies on a daily basis, cheats, steals, robs, bullies, name calls. This is the guy that they're re- they're, they're they're supporting. So yeah, you know, but he's not Joe Biden. Crazy. He's not Joe Biden. That's the big advantage that he brings to the table. He he has some character flaws, but he's not Joe Biden. But I'm asking you: Is this the guy with all those flaws that you want representing America to the rest of the world? Is this the guy that you want your children or grandchildren or whatever case may be that you want to have to set an example for them as they grow up? It, it's not. And, and I, it, I'm embarrassed. I mean, we haven't been out of the country since he was elected because I don't want to go anywhere and have people think I'm an American. You know, it's just it's embarrassing these days. And I have been all over the world in the past 
50 some years and i'm telling you i i i just i can't i don't know it's going to take a long time for me to want to leave this country unless i can pass myself off as a, as a citizen of the country that i'm visiting but this people who support this guy are just like him this is not a buffet mark you don't get to pick the parts about him that you like you either support him or you don't and when you have a yard sale or when you have a, a sign in your yard that says Donald Trump, you're supporting the bigotry and the racism and the bullying and the lying and the cheating. That's all I got. So I'm not going to be able to listen. So hopefully that will give you something to talk about today. All right. Thank you so much, Buzz. Appreciate the call. Chris, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> well, we've been talking about police and the NBA and the 17-year-old with an AR-15 shooting at people yeah, and yeah. police uh, use of lethal force when necessary. Yeah, and Vice I, President Pence. I, a few things. I, I had one. I had one idea um, that I was going to go with, but what that last person was talking about with the with the yard signs is interesting, only because. Um, back when Trump was first elected, I was very much for, hey, let's give this guy a chance. Who knows? Maybe you know, maybe he'll do something different. And you know, I, I totally agree with what that what that gentleman was just saying about. Uh, I used to be, oh, don't hate the voter, hate the guy, you know, whatever. Now I feel like if if you vote for Trump, you're definitely like, you know, it's one thing to be a Republican, but how can you ignore everything that he does? How can you just ignore it? It's almost like, you know, you know, uh, hey, you know, he does all this horrible stuff. Like, God, my tax rates are tremendous. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's a very strange, it's a very strange, like, you know, it's, it's a strange trade-off to make. You know what I mean? It's almost like selling your soul for, for a few extra bucks so, or uh, something like that. Joe Biden lies. Joe Biden plagiarizes. Joe Biden makes stuff up. What that's okay. That's okay. But what President is- Trump, if he says something wrong, oh, brother, that's terrible. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So every politician lies. That's nothing new. Okay, so we accept every that. That's a given. Every politician uses a speech or, or two from somewhere else or, or gathers from somewhere else. That's fine. These, these are trade of, of the game. They lie about their educational Donald achievements. Trump, Donald Trump... Donald Trump refuses to decry racial violence and hatred towards towards a certain sect of our society. That's not true. He's come out very strongly saying that he doesn't support this kind of problem, the shooting unarmed black people, or anybody for that matter. The thing is, he maybe hasn't done it in the way you like, but he has certainly condemned it. So, so when he comes out and he says, so because so this leads me to my first topic in the first place. But we all so know he's a liar, he, so he's probably lying about being upset about it. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. If he if he says one thing from a policy standpoint, he doesn't follow through on it. That's nothing new. That's that's a regular. That is a regular thing that we deal with. I, I expect that every president and every politician is gonna not come through on at least fifty percent of what they say they're going to do because that's just not how our government works. I understand that. See, I'm not this. This, um, this keep my blinders on liberal who doesn't pay attention to what actually goes on. There's a reality to everything. But the fact of the matter is, like, for example, these cops in Wisconsin, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even want to pass judgment on whether or not he's a hateful racist or anything. I don't know that to be true or not true. What I do know is he needs better training because you should, I, I, I know many cops who say, yeah, there's no way I shoot someone if I don't even see the weapon yet. He, he didn't even see the weapon, so regardless, completely regardless of the 
of of the story that oh well um, they said the city on the night and then they found the night days later. But with all matter. but all due respect, Chris, you don't know what he saw, what the officer saw or didn't oh. see. And neither do I. I. Well, okay, so three other officers, like the, the store, okay, going on the story that I've seen now, no one saw a weapon until yesterday. I'm sorry? So that's, that's the story I have to go by. Now, if a story comes out later that, oh, I saw the knife, even at that, it's a knife. You bumped up. The training needs to be better. <laughs> you have three other types around you. You don't pump seven bullets even around children. Like the training there is horrendous. Like every, I'm not even a cop. I wasn't even in the academy, and I know that. That's horrifying on every front. That is horrifying. So Trump refuses. Like, all he will do is bang with the from the police drum. When Biden has never said that, he has never said the word. He from the police in a sense of take everything away from them. He has always said. New training, better training, new way of doing things. That's what we have to do, and that is a fact. That's a fact. He has used the words, he has said he does support reallocating funds to other areas from the police, and that's defunding the police. No, that's not defunding the police, that is reallocating. Like, you're doing it on your own. If I reallocate, Chris, if I reallocate reallocate $50 out of your wallet, I've taken the money away from you, haven't I? I've defunded okay. you. Okay, but look, coming from someone who is a uh, who is a big believer in, in uh, what what democratic socialism can do for for our country and for myself, if you take fifty more dollars out of my paycheck every week and it goes towards my health care and I don't have to pay for that, then I'm totally fine for that. Chris, if I take fifty dollars out of your paycheck, Chris, if I take fifty dollars out of your paycheck every week, I am you are paying for it. I hate to tell you. Exactly, but I know it's guaranteed. It's different. It's different than the nonsense we have right now. I know we're going with the rail here, but I was just using it as an example, which is something Trump would like to do. It's just something that he said. Okay. And going in a completely different direction, trying to deflect from what's happening. Thank you. It's $50 out of my paycheck per week to pay for health care, and I know that my health care is guaranteed as a result. And I'm okay with that. Just like if I'm the police department, and you lay out to me, we're going to take $50 million out of your police department. But here's what's going to happen, and it's going to make your life easier, or it's going to make the training better, and it's going to cut down on the senseless murders and killings that are happening and shootings that are happening. All right, we got to stop you there, Chris. Uh, I hate this. We're having trouble understanding the phone a little bit, but also uh, we're we're timed out here. So we're going to take a quick quick break. You get to tell Joe in person about these important observations uh, two weeks from now. So uh, he'll be in here. You'll be in Catbird, and uh, Chris will give you the what for, as we say. All right, we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Joe, the letter of your choice. Go right ahead. Okay, it says, Good morning, guys. I must admit, in younger years, I was more open-minded than I am now about social programs because then I wasn't wise about socialism. For instance, Social Security. That sounded good, but they take it out of your pay. Is it social? Is it a social program? If I could have saved it by myself, I could have gotten much more out of it. And the only control I have over my 401k without penalty or taxes is to contribute to it or wait until I'm 70 and half, uh, 70 and a half, and then I can take a percentage out without being penalized. That's not much control over a 401k or an IRA. Government housing sounded nice. Today, people that lived in government housing are now saying it's horrible. That's not a good social program. Program. Last sports people, they sit out there, uh, they sit out will last, or their sit out will last if they get paid for it from the team. They'll sit. If they won't get paid for it, they will play. Another social kind of program. Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't guarantee that. But another listener says, I love seeing how many white dudes are triggered by the sports ball stoppage. And now it's time for teachers to show the same courage and collectively decide to protect their students and themselves and to strike until it's safe to return to school. Uh, she's not talking about racial issues. She's talking about COVID-19. Joe's head might explode if the teachers go on strike. Love, Caitlin. Hashtag Black Lives Matters. Matter. Are you okay, buddy? <laughs> Hashtag. Joe's head is exploding. You were <laughs> right, Caitlin. Exploding. Nice call. Oh, my gosh. Joseph, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, yes, I want to comment on that shooting and... Uh, uh, as as I understand, wasn't it a domestic uh, violence thing that they uh, answered to there before the shooting? In I believe it was. Yes, I believe it yeah. was. If you ask any policeman, that's one of the most dangerous things to get involved in, because you know, I mean, you got feelings running high and emotions and stuff. But uh, when he shot him, first of all, the guy, you know, is going to the car to get something. And if you're a policeman, you you know you think what are you thinking? You know we're not in that situation, but you know you can you can get shot pretty quick when people's tempers are you know out, you're outraged and everything. And obviously the first shot didn't stop him or neutralize him, and uh, he he didn't kill him with all seven shots. So the guy still obviously probably is trying to struggle. The policeman doesn't know if he's going for a knife or a gun or whatever. And if he gets a gun that has a gun on the front seat, all he needs to do is turn around, even though he's being shot in the back. He just turns around and shoots you, you know what I mean? You don't know that. And, and so, you know, there's a lot of uh, circumstances there that, that we don't really know. Well and, said. Uh, Perfect, Joseph. You are in 100% full agreement. I, well, I agree with you up to a point, Joseph, but seven shots seems excessive to me. I, I agree. That does sound that way, but... Again, you know, I've shot deer, a lot of deer, 
and uh, it seems like a fatal shot, and them suckers will run for 100 or 200 yards. No, Mark and, wouldn't know about you know, that. He never actually hits a deer, but go ahead. <laughs> well, that's with a high-powered rifle. I shot a, a buck one time with a, a 308 normal Magnum, and I thought I'd blow him off the mountain, and that, that deer turned around and run. He run at least 100 yards, and it blew part of his liver out. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> you, you don't know the situation. And that guy was on before me here uh, that was saying about President Trump and being a liar. And, of course, I know he is. <laughs> and so, is, uh, so are all of them, of course. But look what President Trump has done. I mean, he has prison reform. He has tax reform. He's building the wall. He's getting NATO to fair, pay their fair share. Uh, he got our people back from uh, Turkey and from Korea. And um, the embassy to Jerusalem and uh, peace in Israel, well, peace treaty between the uh, United Arab Emirates, and, and trade deals, and all these things that he's doing in the economy. And, you know, come on, uh, look what Joe Biden has done. What did he do except take money? Uh, and uh, you know very well, I mean, if you want to talk a quid pro quo, <laughs> come on, man, you have him on film, <laughs> you know, that sucker paid up, you know. <laughs> And, and his son getting that money. Well, you know that's a, that's an under-the-table under table deal. Oh, and no, his son was an expert on Ukrainian gas issues. That's why he got <laughs> that job, yeah. right? Yeah, he was. I mean, <laughs> Hunter's just hunting for more money. And the Chinese deal that he had with China, and Hunter getting all that money for, for stuff. Come on. Uh, you know, this goes on all the time in government. But with President Trump, he has no need to make these kind of deals. He has his own money. He doesn't accept any pay and do, do, donates his salary to charity. And come on. You know, he doesn't have lobbyists saying, hey, we're going to give you some uh, deals here and stuff like that there. He has no need to that. And, in fact, why would he want to have that job anyhow? Uh, well, maybe there's a prestige there and stuff like that. And, and he is narcissistic. I understand that. But hey, uh, would I want him for a president? Absolutely. Uh, did the Almighty put him in there as president? Yes, he did. And he put a lot of people in. He put Nebuchadnezzar in, and he was a total pagan back in the time of Daniel. And the same with Cyrus, the king of Persia. He, as the Bible tells you, he put him in power. And it isn't necessarily saying that these people are good and righteous and lovely people, that they get a job done that he wants done. Right, and I believe gotcha. that President Trump is this nation's last chance to repent. I mean, right. he stands up for abortion, against abortion, and many things that he's doing is right. And uh, these murderers that want to kill unborn babies, um, well, I, I don't want to go into that. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Joseph. Well hey, said. Yeah. We appreciate the endorsement for President Trump. Thanks for calling. Uh, we'll take endorsements for all candidates uh, dialed in to 1-800-795-9565. the telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. Stand by Chris. we got to read a text and an email, and then Chris. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, go ahead, Joe. All right, this is uh, from one of our texters. He says, gee, Buzz, you're going to blame Trump for all the ills in this country? If Trump was the problem, his supporters would be the ones out rioting and looting. But guess what? They aren't. You better look in the mirror for someone supporting a racist and bigot because Biden is one. The Democratic Party has a deep history of racism. All right, and Chris, your response to everything you've heard today, please. <laughs> well, first of all, to Joseph, uh, I guess he's not upset that uh, the president's son-in-law negotiated with, while negotiating with China on the government business, tried to solicit a $650 million loan for his 666 building, and then he got it. He actually got the loan from the Saudi Arabians right after he concluded a deal with them. Instead, I guess uh, I would think at least the 666 should mean something to Joseph. Uh, it does not. He's unmoved. <laughs> Do not confuse him with any factual information, please. And, and uh, the Republican convention, my general opinion of it is... Uh, you can surround a skunk with American flags. You can paint his rear end with red, white, and blue lipstick. And I still wouldn't want to kiss it. <laughs> okay. What else? But they do do have uh, some high points. Was uh, the the woman who did the hatchet job on Biden uh, was uh, the Florida Attorney General who after she got a $25,000 campaign contribution from Trump and was investigating the Trump charity, decided there was nothing to see there. Hmm. All right. And uh, the uh, Kudlow and his, uh, we were on the verge of recession when, when Trump t took over. Wow. What a whopper that one was. <laughs> and and uh, if you take Obama's last two years, 2.4% growth, Trump's first three years ending in January before the, before the COVID started, 2.5%. Jobs created per month, average Obama, 224,000. Trump 184,000. To bring Biden in, he's so our only all hope. They're both pretty comparable. They're both good. Yes. Uh, and let's see, what, is there any other high points there? Let's well, see. Uh, I, we, we oh, heard. Yes, uh, the speech against socialism by one of Trump's sons, I forget which one. Eric. Eric mentioned the mentioned the Hoover Dam as something great. Hoover Dam was socialism. The TVA was socialism. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of humorous. 
borrowing tax dollars from future generations to benefit <laughs> the, the the working class of America today. And look what and and who did that benefit? Trump areas, the South, the West. That was socialism that gave you electricity. Okay. And what are the good reasons to vote for Joe Biden? We heard uh, some good reasons to vote for President Trump from Joseph. What are some good reasons to vote for Joe Biden? What was a good reason? Uh, <laughs> well, he enumerated, well, you know, moving the capital or the embassy to Jerusalem. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't hear that. Of course, he's very pro-life, so that is a, a, a big yeah. part. And he got support for, uh, for elections from, uh, from uh, Israel, too. And Russia. Yes, and Russia. And he solicited. Oh, by the way, Russia also uh, interfered in Democratic primaries to cause confusion and try to get a weaker candidate in. They succeeded a couple of times and caused divisions another couple of times. And they also were uh, uh, supporting very uh, attacking Democrats who were running against Republicans in close races. Let me see if I get this right now. Make sure I understand. Republicans bad, Democrats good. Uh, Is that I'm, right? I'm Am I correct in that? Just giving you some facts. No, there. you're you're you know you're Joe, ignore you're selectively cherry picking facts. Any, uh, Joe's awake from, uh, now. Outside of any any worthwhile information, stolen information. From you know, you it Russia? would it would just kill you to say President Trump has done more to balance get this economy going than any president in the last twenty years, and it's the well, truth. Well, that's because that's BS. But what he did do good, he did do some things good. I think it's. I haven't really checked on the details, but I think the criminal reform he did was good. I think. Uh, uh, How about his appointment the, the, of two very qualified Supreme Court justices? Anthony and uh, Jack Johnson were good. He appointed two outstanding Supreme Court of, justices. Uh, and communion sentences of his various cronies was bad. <laughs> How about appointing two outstanding justices to the Supreme Court? Uh, one, one kind of weird justice that I uh, makes sort of oddball decisions, but, you know, he tries to stick to the Constitution in a lot of ways. He didn't appoint and Roberts. one really bad one, Kavanaugh. <laughs> oh, Kavanaugh's been an outstanding justice, and he was terribly mistreated by your Democratic he, pals. He was the one who was insulting the Democrats. Well, he fought and he back, and they didn't uh, like that. One Republican learned to learn to say Democratic once in a while. Well, you know, the problem here, Chris, is the swamp doesn't want to be drained. Okay, let's talk about the swamp. That's what I was talking about originally. Swamp is the swamp preacher. He's a swamp preacher from hell. I mean, uh, Biden's lived in the swamp a lot longer than Donald Trump has. He's a denizen of it. So is Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. I mean, they, they, they own the swamp. The Who's in charge of that? They own That's the swamp. one of the leading swamp creatures of all time. No complaints <laughs> there from you, is there, Joe? All right, we got to stop you, too. And his <laughs> wife, both. They work in tandem to help each other. Chris, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Well, some, for some reason, Republicans do not seem to care about all the violations of the Hatch Act, all the... the 
bad things Trump does to make uh, corruption easier. The Hatch Act doesn't apply One to violation the president. What violation of the Hatch sure. Act, right? What? Does, doesn't apply to the president or the vice president. Yes, but it applies to all his workers. Well, then why it haven't charges been to, filed? Uh, his, his press advisor, it applies to his secretary of state, who did, who did, it actually says that no appointee or a, no appointee or a worker for the State Department will take part in any political campaign. All right, we got to get going. Thank you so and much, they Chris. Send them to, I got to Israel <laughs> on Stop. America's dime to do a do a photo op. He uh, he didn't do it on America's dime. They went there on state business, but he when he spoke, he was speaking on the president's dime. He gets five minutes of his own time right. each day that he can use however he wishes. Right. Uh, Al, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Well, uh, I called to give you a, a fact here that should overpress everything that we're worried about and it's a creation of the swamp uh, every 96 seconds a baby is being aborted in this country so there's been over 610 million chemical and other type abortions since it came into play in 1965 um, so that's you know and a lot of them are black, white, whatever color. It doesn't matter to me. They're all God's creations. So this is this is the product of the swamp. And President Trump will be just another president if he doesn't stop the abortion to me. I think he's on the right path. But uh, if he can stop abortion upon demand, uh, he will be more loved through history and by God than any other president because this this creation that we made is just appalling and it makes everything else seems senseless to me but you know um, oh you're obsessed I, with you know, life and, and you got to give it up all right we got you thank you so much appreciate the call Al it's a litmus test issue for the president. All right, we got one call coming in, uh, five emails, one garbled text. Please send it again, and uh, we'll take a quick break. If you'd like to occupy the telephone lines, 1-800-795-9565. We've talked about that 17-year-old that was involved in a shooting, the NBA and other sports boycott. Uh, of course, we're talking about President Trump versus Joe Biden. What are the many advantages of one or the other or both? Uh, police use of force has been uh, talked about, and uh, so the racial unrest in Kenosha. So give us a buzz or call 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. When it comes to car Gee, buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, do the email and right. uh, skip the text until we get the end of it. Okay. Uh, emailer says, hey, Chris, are we getting a rundown of a CNN telecast? Who needs it? I'm sick of you thinking you are the authority of all the political history. Go find something else to do except spread poison. I'm tired of turning the radio off when you come on. <laughs> I think everybody thinks they're an authority. That's the nature That's of an opinion. That's what we do here. <laughs> we want you to be certain. Now, Cindy, we are certain you have a common sense opinion that you would like to share. I am not the authority, but I do believe that one one critical factor in this election is going to be the Supreme Court. One more uh, jurist on the side of conservatism will surely cement that for decades to come. So I do, and and it's inevitable, it's assured that President Trump will nominate one. So a, a jurist who is conservative and well, there are some conservative principles I'm not uh, warm and fuzzy with. In general, I uh, appreciate the theory that we shouldn't be using tea leaves to uh, make our government. We should be using the Constitution as it's written. Right. I well, hope that uh, I hope people consider that when they make their choice. How are we using tea leaves? Sometimes I believe that they um, gaze <laughs> into the words and find things that aren't written there. They have, the court um, in the last decades has acted aggressively to extend and deepen the control of the federal government, which was not meant to have this much control over our lives. And uh, I would like to see that uh, pulled back. I believe that the states are to be the principal governors and the federal government is an overarching thing that only controls those matters that go in between states. Right. When the Supreme Court becomes activist and decides to start writing laws instead of interpreting them, we're in trouble. Right. Legislating just from the like bench. When, right. Just like when Chief Justice Roberts uh, rewrote, basically, the uh, concept of Obamacare to make it um, constitutional. That's an example <laughs> of uh, legislating. Okay. But it literally said he, he ignored that, and, and he rewrote it to make it a tax law and therefore, it was within the purview of Congress to do this because what they were doing was raising our taxes, which it was uh, which they denied. A which they denied part of that law was not <laughs> the only thing that law did. And of course, they denied they were raising the taxes. Well, the, that was because they were busy hustling the American people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's pretty much. And Mark, you started the show by talking about what what is it when a salesperson? What do you call it when a salesperson? Uh, exaggerates or uses hyperbole, and the phrase I've often heard is overselling. 
They oversell the product. Well, that's a negative term. Puffery is uh, sort of a harmless term, but overselling is when Joe's already ready to buy my uh, whatever I'm selling him, and I say, oh, and by the way, you're going to save a lot of money on your electric bill, plus it's it going to be an opportunity. It cures cancer and... <laughs> right, and it yes. cures all known diseases, and it helps feed the poor. That's overselling. Yes, well, and I think Congress does a whole heck of a lot of that. <laughs> Some you know, sales... Make, go ahead. It's sad to me that they make so many promises and then never deliver on them. That's that's very sad. But, uh, you know, I have to say that I believe that President Trump has made substantial strides forward in the things that he said he would do. Has he accomplished everything? No. And I don't think there's any president that has. It's not just up to him. He doesn't have a magic wand that he can impose his opinions on us. He has to get the cooperation of the House and Senate in order to make law. But I believe that he has delivered on a lot of things that I care about. I know he has Please. delivered on a lot of things I care about, like uh, getting us out of um, the trade deal that was going to lose half a million jobs. A pretty heartless thing, I think, for Congress to even think to do to the American people. And then doing it while we're in the 2008 disastrous crash of the market. I mean, it was just, it was so heartless, it took my breath away what Congress was up to. Thank you, gentlemen. Yep, thank you so much. Well, I think you could argue that the president tried to do everything that was on his agenda. He's been rebuffed at many places, but he he could, by executive order and budget changes, do some of the wall, and he couldn't get health care passed, but I I don't think one was argued, but by executive order, he changed Obamacare. Just as President Obama did, too, you know, but except that the left said, oh, Mr. Obama's doing the right thing, and now they say Mr. Trump's doing the wrong thing. Well, that is a true statement, what you just said. Uh, Now you have three different message fields going, so go in a circle. Start in the middle. Um, Mike Bowling says, I believe the first anti-Trump rally after the election in 2016 was started by a Russian-based website. Russia is helping Trump. Russia just doesn't like us. Uh, Mike's got a good point there. Uh, one of our texters says, good morning. It's reported that Union County, as of Friday, was the only Pennsylvania county to be listed as having substantial community outbreaks. Of transmission. transmission. Uh, no. That is true. Right, yep. okay. Union County stood alone. And then, standing proudly with the president, Jerry Falwell Jr., standing proudly with Jerry Falwell Jr. and thanking him for his support, President Donald Trump, both standing before thousands at Liberty University. Only each one and God knew the secrets in their lives, two of God's chosen. There's no question mark there, but I think that was his point. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it shouldn't be a question mark. It's it's an exclamation point. Oh, I think okay. He's, I think he's saying they are, not asking if they are. Yeah, but I don't think his, from the tone of it, I don't think he was supporting them. I oh. think he was opposed to them. I got you. Okay. Hence the question mark as opposed to the exclamation point. Alan Nori says the U.S. Supreme Court made abortion with the Roe v. Wade decision that was... Uh, uh, agreed to uh, way back when. Hold on. Oh, there you go, Joe. Okay. Uh, where am I? <laughs> right there. Upper right. All right. Saying Joe Biden and Donald Trump are both liars is like saying Penn's Creek and Lake Michigan are the same <laughs> since they both have water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, d- Joe Biden is definitely guilty of puffery and the president is guilty of puffery. <laughs> Lake Michigan and Penn's Creek are very similar, All I right. think. <laughs> back on the Union County uh, spread of the disease, most of the cases are in the community and most most of those are recently, you know, there's multiple outbreaks in the community now. The pen is just a hundred of the cases, and that's technically contained, but uh, of course it's still spreading within so, the prison, so that's not good. Who's here with you tomorrow? 
Mr. Ben Reichley will All be right. back. You and yes. Ben will do battle tomorrow. Well, no, we uh, search for solutions. So we make sure that all voices are heard, and we try to compromise. Really? And then we try to shut them down. <laughs> okay. So that's it. Thank you, Joe. Enjoy your retirement length and weekend. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury, 10 o'clock. Good morning.